When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And you can tell our friends and they can have my things when we're dead. And we are back. The much anticipated. So I, I got sent four or five different pegging articles. By your girlfriend? <laughs> Ryan's girlfriend goes, hey, Brian, I think we need to do some pegging. Hey, I've been talking to Danny and he's been doing this. And I was wondering if, if that's something you're into because I know you guys... I'm not sure if you've been hanging around him and he's trying, I'm just telling you that I'm not just all the benefits of pegging. I'm like one of those new age people with like fucking organic food, but it's just me with pegging. <laughs> but before, okay, before and before that, I did want to say that I have, uh, there's five different weekends coming up. Virginia beach, St. Louis, uh, New York, which is going to be weekend at Caroline's Kansas city and Naples, RyanLongComedy.com for tickets. But before it goes to the pegging, before I go to the pegging article, which is the again uh, much much anticipated, everyone's been asking for it. The, the news articles have been. Ryan's talking been about. asking for it specifically. Most of the pegging articles I looked up were just like, "When's the boys cast doing this article? <laughs> when will the boys cast be responding?" Do you get you got sent this specific article by multiple people, or I got sent this one a couple times. Yeah, yeah, this yeah sort yeah. of the big boy. This is the big boy. <laughs> but there's if you go back, so a lot of these places like Vice. You, you go back and they were, and they have like 9,000 articles on pegging, right? And, the, and, and some of them are the, probably the best ones were like titles that are that funny, but the title will be like, is Sugar Ray Lennon, Lennon's, uh, you know, uh, Sugar Ray Lennon, <laughs> Sugar Ray Lennon, uh, St- Sugar Ray Stalin, I believe is the name. But what's it, what's his big song? Like every morning there's a halo. And yeah. they're like, is that about pegging? Right. And then they, if you, they're like, if you look at it, what's the halo? But it's, it's a halo of, Poo, I Gay, guess. Galo. <laughs> but the but before that, I was gonna say Miami. We've been getting rinsed right and left. So Ugh. there's a new scam that's been going on in Miami. That so basically, what the places do, they say gratuity. The gratuities included. Yeah. And they just put, so you know, whenever we've been out, I have my eye on this. We we haven't been rinsed together. You probably get rinsed all the time on this. I feel like I've been. It's probably scammed on this 35 times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They And the thing is, it's not it's not consistent. Like, if you go to places in Europe, like, they'll be like, that's just the standard. They auto-grat. So what Ryan's talking about is they put an auto-tip on, but not for huge parties. Like, there's just two of you, and they go, it's an auto-tip. Okay. You, okay. I'm, if they put an auto-tip on, I go, okay, whatever. You put an auto-tip on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And you're not getting a penny more or a penny less no, now. No, no. Fine. It's a risk they take because they're like, well, you might have got more. They wouldn't have. But they might have. But that's not the issue. The issue is they put the auto-gratuity in the first bill. Mm-hmm. So you got to be like, oh, they're paying. But then the second bill, 
says no tip included. Yeah, and it says, and then it well no, so yeah, and then it basically says here, and it gives you the percentages, so you have, you don't have to figure it out to basically like double tip. Like it'd be like they 50, want you to double tip. percent this much, eighteen percent this much, twenty percent this much, or whatever, and you're like, it's one one of the biggest scams I've ever oh, heard. Yeah. You go, okay, so uh, I tipped, and then I la- literally asked the girl. It's like she feels like she got busted on something. I know. I go, and she goes, oh no no no. Yeah, I go, hey, is there a tip included? Because it's it says no tip included, and she goes. Yeah, yeah, it's included. Yeah. It's like I go. Wh- why would you not put that on there? Last time I was here, I learned from people locals. They go, Miami's a big scam city. A lot of people trying to rent it. Well, that's the other scam. Well, I guess you could say. I mean, you're not going to see this on your fucking feminist blogs, <laughs> but every single place is girls pay half. Yeah. So I pay full. Danny's half price. Walking, <laughs> walking around. Fuck, I wish. I put on a. <laughs> I put on a wig to fucking pay half. But they basically, that's a one thing the, girl, when the girls were talking about where to go and stuff. And they're saying this place is half. And I, I did the meme where it's uh, uh, girlfriends, club owners, boyfriends paying more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, me and Danny paying yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> the I one thing everyone agrees on. Double rinsed. And then you know, oh, there was a few months. Okay, we talk about that stuff a bit. Because there was, then we went to a, basically a club. And then I go outside and I sit on the Mercedes for like two fucking seconds. Yeah. And... Everyone's sort of there. It's in the parking lot. So I'm against this Mercedes. And then I get up the thing. The Ryan tags broke, broke. Yeah, Ryan broke. The Allegedly. Thing, yeah. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. You did. There's, well, there, <laughs> there's no there's no proof of that, though. That's no, no. no so, there's no proof. Also, but, this is a totally illegal thing we're at. We're at an illegal party. Illegal, like, warehouse And this guy's parked, rave. essentially, in the fucking warehouse. Yeah, yeah. He, he, well, he got, thought he was slick, too, because he's like, I'm going to get the, like, valet yeah. parking at the rave thing, which is like, why'd you even drive there? That used to be a huge move when I was a kid, like, people stealing the Mercedes pendants and oh, yeah. them as necklaces. Oh, of course, of course. So th- then the guy goes, the guy comes up to me, and he goes, oh, you can't leave. Like, we're going to make you pay. I go, and I'm kind of like, yeah, we're leaving. Danny takes off like a fucking bat out of hell. <laughs> I've never seen any. Ah, he's gone. <laughs> Bad out of hell. And then the guy goes, he's like putting his arms around me like you can't go. And I'm like, dude, I'm leaving. And he's like, oh. I'm like, oh, okay. So now I can't fight a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Danny's long gone. He's already in I'm an Uber. Gone. I'm already in an Uber. And then I go, I go, walk me through this. What do you think's going to happen right now? I go, what do you think's going to happen? You're going to bring the boss out and then you have no cameras here. There's no proof that I did it. I go, I'm going to say I didn't do it. And even if I did do it, which I didn't. I go, you're going to bring the car owner and then what? He's going to take my information. Then what? Sue me? You think I'm going to walk to the debit? What, what, yeah. what do you think's going to happen? You're not right calling now? the police. You can't call the police. But this guy has like first day energy where he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just feel like I should be holding you. And I'm just talking. He's not even He listening. had the ponytail with the undercut, like that that look, that security, like undercut. Yeah, he had the whole. Vibe. And I, my energy was sort of, I wish a motherfucker would call the manager mm. so I can continue. My, you know, I was. Yeah, I was Ryan's in, like, I'd like to talk to you about the price of these drinks. Yeah, I was in Karen well, mode. Well, we got the manager here. The drinks are fucking $25. That's the thing. I was sort of in Karen mode and yeah. I'm just like, okay, so then eventually he's standing there and then someone else, he gets a call on his walkie-talkie like, we got a fight on our hands. Yeah. And I go, yeah, how, so what, were you going to stand with me for two straight hours? <laughs> and then the guy takes off and I get over there and Danny's crying in the ditch like, <laughs> did he get you? <laughs> are you okay? No, I came back at the end. Okay, so this article is called here are the reasons you need to add pegging to your relationship. And this is like the bare bones, you know, if you're not even into it. And she says, what if I told you that you could easily have the most intense toe curdling organism of orgasm of your life? The only thing is 
you have to put something in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's pretty like Wait, is this an ad? This sounds like a scammy ad. Yeah, it really does. This sounds like this sounds like the copy for like, you know that ad where it's like a finger with Vaseline on it? You know that <laughs> thing? And you go, What am I looking at right here? They it's a sort of a Sophie's choice a little yeah. bit too, where they go, You have you have you have uh, red button is the most toe curdling orgasm. Mm. Have you ever even that's a it's always sort of like the girl thing too, where they sort of, you know how girls sometimes it's all like, ah, ah. Totally. have you ever been that where you're having sex and you go, ah, <laughs> I turn into Arnie sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> how, <laughs> how many comics have that joke? <laughs> I'm like Arnold when I come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Arnold when I come. Danny DeVito. <laughs> but yeah, you go, because you're going, it's not a tumor. No, they're all basically the same deal. I mean, yeah. not, not exactly the same, but. That's the girl thing. Honestly, you want to know something funny, actually? It's like, so I've never had a toe curdling orgasm, but I have recently. This is a recent thing. This is like kind of funny, but like I've started getting headaches. During? <laughs> like right as I'm about to come, I just get like a migraine. That's the most old man <laughs> shit ever. I do. I literally was like, oh, I'm getting old. Like I literally. So you're, you're about to finish. And then I just get this fucking migraine, like as I'm finishing. It's only happened like a couple times, but it's only since this, we've been on the trip. Do you think that's too. your brain saying? Since like, we've been on the trip, since I've been then, in Miami. You want to be with guys and uh, maybe maybe it's like God is like smiting me for fucking this like not being a homosexual. It doesn't seem like something he would do, but dude, the first time I got it, I go, oh, like because you know you hear about people just die during sex or whatever, and I was like, oh, is that, does it have like a brain? Mine girls usually die after sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so they can't rat. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was like, am I having a brain aneurysm right now? So she says, calling everyone who identifies as a man. Don't let preconceived gender norms impede a good time. Also, you know how um, there's that theory, like they they want to put a black man in a dress always to sort of like to emasculate them. Mm-hmm. It's almost it kind of that now where it's like they want every guy to be emasculated so then they can sort of prove them right where they go, look, we're exactly the same. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like this push where they go, every guy needs to like take stuff in his butt, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then they look, they go, oh, if we're not exactly the same, then why are all these guys getting fucked? Right. <laughs> I love that girl be like, so do you like anal? She goes, not a huge fan, but you definitely should take it. Yeah, you should definitely take a peek at it. They go, think of me as your sexual fairy godmother. I've done a lot, maybe too much, so this woman's very sexual, of what some may consider unconventional sex acts, knife play, BDSM, Butt plugs, roadhead, which sort of roadhead and knife play. I love how those are in the same combination. You go, hey, baby, you want to give me a roadhead, or uh, you know, I could just put a knife up to your neck while I fuck you. You combine the while two. I simulate a rape. <laughs> I had a girl that I used to date that um, they used to be into tr- me trying to like uh, rape her, yeah. <laughs> are her. <laughs> so you'd be like doing stuff, and she'd be like. Yeah, yeah, and then and then she'd pretend like she didn't want it, like uh, <laughs> she did the first date, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but then but then she like liked it, so then she started to be like always wanting to do that, oh. and I go, so what? Every time I have sex with you, you're pretending that like you don't want to, and then I remember sometimes in the morning, I remember I put my foot down where it's in the morning, and then she was like, she would sort of grab me, and then she would like be like then push me off her, and I go, okay, I'm not like this, like. 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'm not raping someone for yeah. like so th- for your like uh, yeah gimmick. just so you could get off. 
You know, they're like talking. I think I read where like in Australia or something where they were talking about like consent passport, like an app. You know, they talked about before where it's like an app where you have to give consent and then like that'll just like those girls like it's over for them. Because even if you're like, okay, just do consent in the app and then we'll pretend rape. And she goes, well, but if I do consent in the app, then then it won't work. She goes, my brain, like I can't just forget that I gave consent. They have to sort of give the consent like a week before or something. Yeah, way in advance. Like you consent to, maybe you consent to like a random time in the future if you're like that. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a fucking complicated app. For men, it unlocks a mind-boggling level of pleasure that you haven't discovered before. (laughs) Would you like to unlock that, Danny? So when a woman pegs her male partner, she's hitting the P spot over and over. And that's where they... (laughs) What's that, the prostate? (laughs) (laughs) And what is he doing? He's just jerking off? No, you're just you just take it. Like, you're on the bed. I mean, maybe you have a knife But nothing's going on for the D? Well, that's the thing. They're basically saying... You should just be a gay guy. Yeah. Like you're on all fours and you're getting this no, mind boggling no orgasm, allegedly, from her smashing your P spot with a. But you're not even getting a, re- a reach around or anything? No, how would she reach around? Her arms aren't long. Maybe you fucking date a little Stretch Armstrong or something. On the other hand, it's about the mental aspects of women. Julie Margot, COO, so they're saying women might enjoy this too, um, explains that women get psychologically aroused from the power exchange. It's like a whole new sense of dominance that the normal positions can't give. So you're basically... <laughs> COO of what? She's this, yeah, that's a good, I, <laughs> what She's a COO of Hot Octopus is what it's called. Okay. So basically how it works, for anyone who's wondering, you're on the bed, all fours, Mm -hmm. and then she, (laughs) you're on the bed, all fours, she's got a dildo on, which is empowering her, and she's saying, I'm the queen of the world! (laughs) Think any dudes are like, you know what, I want to get pegged, but I want to be on my back. (laughs) Yeah, and that's for sure. Yeah. But that that is like, I'm sure gay guys do it like that. For sure. I mean, I've had, you know, fun with a girl (laughs) like that, where she pegged me like that. Well, first things first, it takes time to prepare to do anal. Before you ever even think about having the sex, you basically have to have the anal talk. So now what's that? It's a conversation you need to have beforehand. You know, what did you eat? And you're yeah, like, yeah. I had fucking so much beans last Any night. Spicy food. I, th- I assume that's what the anal talk is. Yeah, it's- the anal talk goes, there, there's going to be shit everywhere. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I'm not a huge um, fan. Yeah. <laughs> she walks in with the pegging thing. Do you want to, do you want to do the anal talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> You want to do the anal talk? Create a sexy environment. Feel free to break out the wine. Throw rose petals on the bed. <laughs> Who's throwing? How emasculating do they need it to be so the chick's throwing rose petals on the bed before she fucks you in the ass? Like, imagine the dude's like, why do I need rose petals? You have been doing- like, like, if we're going to do this, like, why do I need the rose petals? And why does she need the rose imagine, petals? Imagine, yeah. This isn't a rose petal kind of thing. <laughs> you come home, you think she's cheating on you. Like, why is there rose petals and she everything goes, all over your bed? Uh, it's a- <laughs> goes, Open up that fucking ass. <laughs> what? Bend the fuck over. Throw rose petals on the bed and do display to your, and then, and then do foreplay to your heart's content. All of this stuff is just... So now, look, so basically she's like, if you're a guy that likes getting fucked in the ass, this is how it works. We have like a romantic evening with wine, rose petals, and then we do foreplay for 45 minutes. And then yeah. I'm like, you're like, so you took away the one part I do like. Yeah, and, exactly. then, and then you added... So you replaced the part that I like with me being fucked in the ass. Yeah, exactly. But, we, you know... You know, maybe you have an expensive dinner. That maybe they take. Maybe you have an expensive dinner you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the man's in lingerie. <laughs> 
It's yeah. just really emasculated. <laughs> Maybe you hook up his balls to a fucking car battery. Who knows? You <laughs> so you come home. There's, pe- there's rose petals on the bed. You have a glass of wine. You eat her out for a while. And yeah, then that, you put yeah, the laundry. Yeah, it's just you eating her out. <laughs> That's the foreplay. You put... <laughs> which, which by, by their uh, calculations, will get your ass nice and wet for them. <laughs> that's, how bio, that's how biology works, right? <laughs> that's so funny. The idea of like, is your ass getting wet, you but know. you're not, you're not touching them. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so wet right now. What? It's like, what? You're like, oh. Um. Did you, didn't you hear when we had the anal talk? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so fucking wet right now. What? My, my asshole's dripping. dripping. Oh, I'm, I'm dripping wet. <laughs> <laughs> Anal squirting. Okay, and then give reassuring compliments. This is this is what they're saying. It is give reassuring compliments. Tell them you love them and respect them. <laughs> Wait, the woman saying this to the guy as she's pegging him, be like, I respect because you. she's saying you know his fragile masculinity won't yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. get take. But the like, as she's like feeding it to you, she's like she's like bite down <laughs> she, on this ruler. I respect you. I respect you. <laughs> Imagine I love you. <laughs> So you basically have your legs behind your head and then she's <laughs> she's fucking she goes, I love and respect you. <laughs> that would always be worse than not. Like if anything is oh, like you're doing, like you probably want to be like degraded a bit if you're that guy. So if you're like, that guy, don't be like, don't tell me you're I, respecting I, me. If anything, tell me like this disgusts you. I, I agree. Yeah, if you're, you're that guy. Yeah, you're like, this d- disgusts me that you're like this, but I'll do it because they're trying to mix. It, it is really that thing where they're just like, what if we just, because inst- you basically are like, there's no such thing in girls and guys. That's the hypothesis that they have essentially, or then they're trying to make come true and work backwards. So they're like, inst- we either make girls like guys or guys like girls, or <laughs> what if we just fucking make a mi- I mean, We try to make a mixture of the oh, two. Man. Where it's like, we know you're still a man. You're still respect you. If your boys found out about any of this, they probably <laughs> yeah. uh, wouldn't have any friends anymore, but you're still a man. <laughs> Do you res- uh, as <laughs> it was the fact that they think you'd want that too. It's kind of like, you're sort of on all fours, like, Ugh, and then you kind of look back like, do you respect me? <laughs> you respect me, right? You, you respect me, right? <laughs> It's so much. Hey, you respect me, right? So painful. Okay. <laughs> this is what they say. They go, kiss them, caress them, and make them feel yeah, like a ca- king. Yeah, definitely caress them. <laughs> definitely the back of your hand against their cheek, gently <sighs> as you're... So it says, make them feel like a king. <laughs> That's, I think, like King of England. <laughs> Just take it in the ass like the King of England, like the saying. Just like the saying, you got fucked in the ass like the king of England. So you're, yeah, you're, (laughs) you're on all fours now. Rose petals. She's Mm -hmm. saying that she respects you, (laughs) like because you're a king. (laughs) The respecting part is the best. Go on, king. Go on, king. (laughs) You go. It's mostly something you're doing. I'm just gonna sit here and take it. You're a king. You're a fucking king, dude. (laughs) You have a crown on. (laughs) Why are you wearing the crown? <laughs> yeah, she puts the crown on you. Oh shit! So yeah, she wants the. You're getting caressed, like shh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's the time where you should be like, can we pull that consent thing back out again? Yeah, I, like, I got him. Can I take and midway piece? through, being like, I'm good. Can I fuck you in the ass now? Like, shh. <laughs> You're a, king. Shh, you're a king. You're a fucking god, dude. Let me finish. You go. What dictates you finishing? What constitutes <laughs> you being done? It's just when you just had enough. When you cry. When your hips are, are tired. 
I cry or your hips are worn out? Like, <laughs> if she gets a bad hip. Yeah, she, she's like, ah, I'm going to cramp in my hip. Oh, fuck. This is kind of a, there's a boring part that like right before this, so I don't want to read the whole package. But they basically, she says, she's going on about how to hit the P spot. <laughs> and she's like, so what you do is when you're in there, um, you'll be able to see there's like, you'll be able to feel like a little bump. And that's where you want to see. But you're like, she's talking about feel with the dildo. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Feel with what? <laughs> So you want the girls to feel around not, with it. You become it's not like hitting girl. a pothole in a car where you're like chonk chonk. You're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, there it is. And if there was that, she's fucking drilling. Uh, like that is very true, though. What constitutes her? What well, I I will say, she's not finishing. She's saying you're the king's finishing. Yeah, the king's finishing. So she goes, are you done yet? You, go, you, haven't, am, you haven't touched my cock. The king it. has come. Yeah, the king. But it's the, the king has come. I'm cooming out of my ass. <laughs> and then she says, so when she, now she's saying about when she did it, she says, what was it like for me? Awesome. <laughs> she was liked, it? She liked it. I heard noises coming from him that I've never heard before. So she was doing this with a guy, which made me feel like a goddess. So yeah. she's she's he had a, a piece of duct tape over his mouth and a knife to his throat. So it was hard to do. <laughs> noises like, like what? What kind of guy ever? But I mean, I guess if I was being like fucking literally just drilled in the ass and wearing lingerie, I think there is some extent where I might be making some strange noises. Yeah, and she's interpreting. I mean, that if you're, li- I guess if the guys who are into that are just like a shriek, in maybe <laughs> some sort of a shriek. They're in that. <laughs> These guys are in <laughs> I mean, I imagine if you've been pegged, you're like you're you're shoving shit up your ass on a pretty regular basis. That's the thing. She's probably because yeah, this girl's like oh, uh, the guys all oh, I've never done you know yeah, is, oh, what, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, a dildo? Yeah, that... Oh, what's that? <laughs> he goes, oh, is that a dildo? It's kind of small. Um, yeah, he's he's like looking at her. Every time she leaves, you take her computer and look up all the pegging stuff so it, sh- so it shows up in her browser. Yeah, okay, totally. <laughs> you mess with her internet browser history so she only gets pegging stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. And so she feels like a goddess now. Well, one of you, you know, it's either you're the king or she's the goddess. Well, yeah. Or I guess goddess goddesses. is higher. <laughs> you're both goddesses. <laughs> but goddess is higher. She's like, but you're both good, but you're yeah, a king. And you're, you're like, king. What, what's higher than a king is goddess. a goddess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to feel, I have to say, if I'm lying in rose petals, I don't know how Is I, there any reference? The very of, most appraised. Of this, I don't want to skip ahead, but is there any reference of the feces or the smell at any point? No, because when she said the pee talk, or that we need to have the anal talk, that's just she was talking about, should we do this? Right. It's the equivalent. But like, of, is she like, hey, so here's like the cons of this. It's going to smell like shit. Yes, well, that's the thing. I think if you're a gay dude, you know you gotta fucking, you know, essentially give yourself an enema every time you go to the club. Yeah, yeah. That that would be the. But I, I honestly thought when she was like, "You need to have the anal talk." I thought for sure what she meant was, you know, yeah, you go do this enema. Hey, um, before we do this, you know, like just make sure you like clean yourself out. Right, I'd be like, right. "This conversation is enough that I'm already out." Yeah, I'm good. But yeah, so I, they don't mention anything about the poo. Which would get all over the rose petals. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're for, is to clean up. And the rose petals are sort of absorb the feces. Yeah, yeah, the feces, yeah. <laughs> you can make a little paper mache out of That being said, petals. it is a king's <laughs> shit. <laughs> king shit. So maybe the servants will clean that up. Mm-hmm. The king of England. And she said, pegging is what your relationship needs because it gives a new sense of trust while keeping your sex life spicy. 
it does probably give a sense of trust um, in the sense that you'd have to have a lot of trust that she's not going to tell anyone this. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the what happened to the good old days when you just fell blindly backwards into someone's arms, you know? I know. Now you just got to get pegged. Well, they're trying to... You know what? I was having sort of a thought the other day that it's almost like to some degree with a lot of things, women and men are playing like a game of chicken. Because, okay, even with like this sex stuff, girls are kind of like, we're like crazy. And then there's a lot of guys there. It's like, I guess we'll see. You know, there's yeah, some yeah, dudes yeah. there like, you know, these girls are the like Rambo, pretending. Gets the Rambo knife out of the sheath. <laughs> I guess like sharpening it and fucking bed. Right. I guess we'll whittling a stick. It's like, I guess we'll see. Yeah, like those guys exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where she's like, um, oh, I'm into, you know, really crazy stuff. I'm this zany sex blogger. And you go... Oh, good. And then she gets home and you go, you open up the closet. Like there's dudes who are, yeah, like the, and I think that the punishment chest, right? <laughs> so I think it's even with that, with the boyfriend stuff, like there's sort of this version of like, this is why I was saying that city girls in the city are, you know, one, a lot of them are doomed to be unhappy too. Cause they kind of have this idea. Like, you know, I don't like need a boyfriend or whatever. Mm. Right. And a lot of them maybe, um, you know, whatever, that's fine. But like, a lot of guys, mo- way more guys are like, yeah, yeah, let's for sure. Let's do that. Yeah. Like every girl I've ever been with, it's like, oh yeah, I'll be single. And like within six months, they're kind of like, so what are we? And you're right. like, I thought you didn't yeah, care. Hey. So yeah, a lot of girls are kind of, they try to put it out there. Like, I don't, you know, yeah, I'm just like a single, you know, I don't need a boyfriend. And all the guys in like any major city, you're kind of like, yeah, for sure. I'm down to just like yeah, do this forever. Yeah, I have no biological clock. We can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think that it's putting a lot of girls in. Uh... How many times do you think there's girls who are like, yeah, I want a really crazy partner. And he's like, okay, I want to shit on you. And they're like, all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think these girls that are saying, I was pegging him and I felt like a goddess. And the guy's like, you know, she's like, oh, you're, I'm into, I'm into this wacky sex stuff. And a guy's like, oh, okay, I want to shove a thermos in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while I shit on you yeah while knife, I shit a, on you like knife. there's some real pervs out and the there. knife and you go hmm. yeah it's a lot of things at once <laughs> I saw I can't remember what it was but it was like some like senator or whatever it was but basically because of the gender neutral stuff or whatever they're like you know they legalize uh, transition therapy for eight year olds or whatever the fuck it was and they're mm. like this is a big win and he was like uh, they're trying to cut off eight year olds penises they're just a bunch of perverts now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how you fucking yeah yeah. yeah. It's like we're pretty sum funny. that up. He goes, "They're just a bunch of bunch of pervs." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's a pretty funny take." Um, did you see? There was um, this. I think it's. A, I don't know if it's a band or an artist, but his name is Finia. Finia. Okay. Finis. So, Finis. Phineas. 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 Yeah. Who's that? It's Billy Eilish's brother. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so he's like a big star too. He's a huge star, yeah. He won a bunch of Grammys and stuff. So he wrote he he wrote the other day. <coughs> like Red Hat Dude? Oh, no. That's you know, the, it's the guy. No, the yeah, his name is Phineas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he wrote uh, on the internet, he wrote, if, um, I hope that, uh, he goes, if BTS, the Asian band, have you seen those guys? They have like 90 yeah. members. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty The funny. K-pop band, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, one of them commits suicide like every six months. Really? <laughs> or they, they have, there's a lot of deaths in uh, K-pop. It's a tough life, man. All that yeah. fucking Asian pussy. They're fucking um, all that pixelated pussy, man. It's fucking <laughs> woo. 
my friend, my friend, my friend. <laughs> they fucking. So he goes, if BTS gets Corona, the stands will find a cure. And then, and then basically they found that he posted that. He t- retweeted that. Okay. And basically, uh, the idea was that he was saying like. Because like, their like fans po- are so, uh, you know, these guys have such hardcore fans. They'll find a cure. That's what he thought he was retweeting. So the internet exploded on him. Basically being like, what, you think just because they're Asian? Yeah, that's what yeah. they said. It's a, it's, oh, you're making oh, it. You're, oh, just because like, oh, once it becomes a problem in Asia, then they'll find a cure. I mean, they do have a literally. Yeah, pretty much which who knows? Cure, but... Maybe that was the joke. Maybe it wasn't. Uh-huh. But my point was, so this guy got full, the full cancel treatment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're the enemy or whatever. And it was the same thing as before. We were talking this, but he posted, he goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what that meant. And thank you so much for holding me accountable. I'll do better and all that stuff. But I was just like, I know a lot of people post that stuff, but it's like, it is such the epitome of the cult mentality. Imagine being, you know, imagine any scenario where you did something and it was an accident Mm -hmm. and you think it was an accident and you still hold the belief like, but I appreciate you guys yelling at yeah, me yeah. and ruining my life and taking my sponsors away. Uh-huh. I deserve this. Thank you. And it's like, well, but you said it was an accident. You're like, yeah, but I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be allowed to make accidents. Yeah, I should be, yeah exactly. I should be punished for my accidents. It's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't deserve, you know, I'm held to a higher, essentially what you're saying is like, I should be held to a higher standard than a regular person because I make pop music because <laughs> I write pop songs and you're like, oh, okay. You know what Gilbert Godfrey said the other day or... Uh, he said that um, what do you say Affleck <laughs> he said that basically everyone um, every what do you say well, let me get the quote right but he basically said that the whole world's turned into your wife right now you're just always apologizing <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah you're famous enough He's a, that's why the whole Kevin Durant thing's pretty crazy I actually saw like if people don't know yeah that, Michael like, Rappaport is Mike, just getting burned. Michael Rappaport but then I saw like Bleacher Report was like Kevin Durant goes on like uh, homophobic misogynist like DM thing and like and he's like he didn't really say anything homophobic other than being like you suck dick like you're like you <laughs> no, but he didn't even say he might have been pro but he said like dick. figuratively suck dick like oh you suck all these fucking guys dicks because like you're trying to like you know yeah he's saying you suck up them. to these guys you suck up to these it's, guys. oh it was yeah it wasn't in the but context it's like he, there's no, no context of like uh, that's a homosexual thing no but maybe it's a misogynist. No, because you could say that to a girl, being yeah, like, "Oh, yeah, you're exactly. sucking all these guys' dicks." Yeah, your way yeah, up yeah, Hollywood. for sure. But it's, but then they're like, "Oh, he's home," and they're like, and then yeah, people are like, yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, can you imagine, like, the black community being like, "Oh my god, don't go after Michael <laughs> Rappaport." <laughs> you calling Michael Rappaport gay? Not the TV correspondent for the Big Three League. That's a bad day for Michael Rappaport though, because his whole deal is like, "I'm a you know the black, I'm like embraced yeah. by the black community." He thinks he's like fucking Gary Owen or some shit. <laughs> yeah, he he, he definitely, uh, what do you call it, transitioned into like a weird 60-year-old. <laughs> yeah, because I guess he's like, you know, a New Yorker. So he's like, he's got that like New York swag and he just like never lost it. And he just wears his Yankees cap. My and friend. Then, and I mean, yeah, as long, as long as it was fucking, you know, as long as Trump was in office and he could just have these viral clips owning Trump. He That's what it's, it's all that goes back to that thing where it's like those guys. He he basically was the I hate Trump guy. I think I, I could be wrong, but I think I heard that he was the number one guy on Cameo. He had big cameos. Rappaport was the what number, would he do? number one like really by revenue on Cameo. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think so. Well, now he might be even more of one. Yeah, with the fucking heat that he's getting from this, but 
<laughs> I thought it was funny you were saying when we were talking about because uh, I was sort of saying, you know, the idea that some of these guys that they were, you know, their entire thing was the Trump guys and then they they transitioned out. And we were talking about like a mutual friends we have. And I was like, what's their these idiots deal? And you had a funny take. You're like, I mean, I kind of see some of these guys as like victims. Yeah, they are big, yeah, they're victimized. Not a Rappaport, but someone who was like a n- real, like, you know, nobody entertainer then was like, people were kind of interested in them during Trump because they were just like Trump replied. But it was, it's, it was the positioning of there's certain people that were, you know, a little bit famous or important enough that they weren't just off the radar where they could say no. whatever they want. Yeah. So they really had to cowtail to this stuff. Yes. But then, but then it they're didn't, like af- but it's against in, them. They were like in a cult. It's like, you, you, they were like the Nexium girls. You're like, oh, like, I feel <laughs> bad for you. You're like, you got wrapped. There was like this, the new Obi-Wan movie or whatever. And like one of the girls in it, the new Star Wars movie was like in Nexium. And they're like, she's like, she's a victim. They're like, oh, yeah. Even though you did like this fucked up shit. They're like, I mean, maybe not them, but like, they're just like, yeah, you're like this victim. And yeah, because you got roped up in this whole and thing. And if you're like, you know, 40 years old and you sort of have this career, like, I'm not going to uh, throw my career away to go say what I feel like now. It just seems like not the move. Mm-hmm. So they're stuck being like, yeah, I think there should be, you know, less men on this project. Yeah, you know what I mean? They, they kind of have to. Sure. You know, the, yeah, you're right. There is too many like men in film, or there is too many men in this department of my work. Yeah. And because they, if they can't be like the guy that says that, because there's too and much it, stakes for them to just walk away. For sure. And they're a, you know, but to they're some also degree, not, not set, They're not stars where they can be like. They, it's easy because you know you see a lot of like big celebrities are like there's too many men. And you're like yeah, you know that's not affecting you. It's easy to be like, there's too many men because it's like, you're well, still that, cast. that's what I'm saying. They're the in between. Mm-hmm. If you're Ben Affleck and you go, we need more men, you go, you know, he's still working. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Nothing, Matt Damon could go on all of, he could go on the, literally the diversity world tour. Exactly. And be, but if you're like the 15th on a fucking like, you know, yeah. call sheet on a, on a writing a, room or a writing room, you're like, the, yeah, you're like, yeah, okay. You're not getting hired now. They're like, they're going to take that to heart. You're like, all you're doing is like just kind of speeding up your demise. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, but you feel you'll feel good about it along the way. Yeah, you're speeding up your demise, and then yeah, you just you're like boxed into such a corner. But then th- those people also think they're like, well, if I fight for my, myself in this regard, then I'm a bad person. So they like they don't know what to do. They're like, I guess they're just fucked. Yeah, they're just fucked. They're, they're just like, like I hope because they're passes. like, oh, if, yeah, yeah, they hope it passes. But they're like, yeah, if I do, but after, if I try and defend myself, then I'm like, uh, I'm the thing I hate. So it's like, and once it passes, by the time it passes, they're already too cooked. Oh, for sure. The four months of of that mental turmoil, I think it it really broke some of these people. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. They're not going to know how to like. They're going to be hope like just hoping for scraps, and then like the thing is, yeah, they're just going to have been past the like uh, like you know they'll, they'll just have been like I don't know. Yeah, they're they just became, you know, you're just the guy in the office that when he started he had potential, and now it's 15 years later. You're like, oh yeah, that guy still works. Yeah, that here. guy's still here, and it's like he's <laughs> never up for a promotion ever. It's like people like him; he keeps himself. It's like you know, yeah, we don't really know much about his personal life. Exactly, you don't know much. It's like, yeah, it's like some people are like maybe he's gay. Like something <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. going around. Some maybe he's gay. Me. He moved into the basement for a little bit when we had like the office. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not just doing those. It may be just Milton. Just Milton. Um, But there was a funnier one with the in the comedy. So there was this, there was this Asian improv troupe that they have a show Mm -hmm. that's about like improv. There's a show about improvs, right? Is is one of the words in the name of their title rice? Like, do they do some sort of pun or something? Maybe pun pun. 
but they're not all Asian. <clears throat> but the diff, the thing was, so it's kind of complicated, but it, I, it's my point is that these people kind of take these complicated issues and they don't understand them because the gist of the thing was the Asian girls in the improv troupe. And then she starts doing her like Asian mom accent. Mm -hmm. And then they go, Oh, that's great. You should do more of that. So then she's now in the improv troupe. She's playing like the character of like an Asian. And then she's having like, now I feel like they're laughing at me, not with right. me. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, like, you started it. <laughs> yeah, you started it. But it kind of, my point is, which is, I think, a little bit complicated. It's, for one, it's not that there's, uh, it, they want to make it as like, oh, I can do it because I have an Asian mom and that's the reason, but mm. this is in the context of, they're looking at all that, but you're really, the truth is, it's like, yeah, self-depreciation is cringe when it's gross. Mm -hmm. and, and when you're making fun of someone, it's mean when it's too mean. Yes. So you're trying to find the balance. It's like, it just switched and you go, yeah, you're the two different comedic devices. And the yeah, truth you went too far. Yeah. And the truth is when you're, I mean, it's a device. That's the thing too. Self-deprecation is like, that is a comedic device. Like if you start out in comedy, you start watching people and you go, Hey, like if I'm like, you know, kind of floundering, I can make fun of myself and get a laugh there. Yeah. You can't just be like, all right, that's all I'm going to do now. Right. Because then you're like, you, you, people see that you're taking advantage of this trick too much. It becomes like, it's not novel. And then it's like, it like becomes a gimmick. And then it's like, it's not interesting anymore or whatever it's not funny anymore because you do it too much yeah and that's essentially what happens you just like you're like oh i found this little gimmick and then you just fucking put your foot on the gas and then you go the other way with it like and and human interaction in general is kind of messy mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it's like you walk into someone like what extent do you make fun of them like well how well do you know them like how well oh, yeah. you know it's all there's a million things right and they want to kind of break it down to well here are the rules if their mom's asian they're allowed to do this accent and you go one drop rule <laughs> it is one drop rule <laughs> but if you break it down you go it that's why if you look at all those rules where they go you're allowed to do asian accents on stage because your mom's asian be like well, but why? Mm. Why would that be the case? Because if your mom has an Asian accent, but you're, you don't have one, yeah. so you get to make fun of immigrants because you're related to one? So what if it's your adopted mom and you're white? Can you make fun of your immigrant Asian mom's accent? And you go, well, no, it's not because it's your mom. It has to be the same race and a different accent. Like, yeah, you have to look like the person. No, the truth is, it's like, it's a fucking scenario. You go, who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. What's the deal? How well can you make this joke where it's all, all those I things. mean, obviously, anybody can like, yeah, like anybody can. I don't think it's that obvious to everyone. Well, well no, no, not. I mean, it's become less and less so, for sure. And the thing is, it's always like people who are like not super funny, who are like having to put all these parameters on them and be like, oh, that's not cool. Like, you know. <clears throat> There's also something with those people where it's like you can see the venom when they're when they're you know when people are actually mad but they're trying to joke around. Yeah. I had a good theory where I was thinking a lot of the biggest problem with those people is and I've talked about this a little before but I have a better theory. Okay, so I think that the best way to do comedy is you almost do it more, right? So what they do is these people are actually mad. You know what I mean? They're like, mm -hmm. and then they try to pretend they're like, not they're mad, but not that mad. Mm -hmm. They're just like, I mean, whatever, like another white man, but they're actually really mad. Yeah. Whereas it almost would be, it would be funnier if you were like pretended I'm, you know, if you look at like the best people, even the ones that yell and scream, 
the they almost even pretend they're more mad. That you, like, yeah. you know, these fucking people, like you're almost, it's kind of, if I was with my chick or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like pissed off about my, that my, I got scammed on a, on the fucking dinner or something like that. And I was actually mad about it, right? I'd come, I would go, I go, these people are fucking villain. Like you'd act really mad. Yeah. Go, okay. I'm like, obviously I'm not that bad, but I am pissed. Well, yeah. That's like the, you almost over, whereas they would kind of be like, I mean, you know, whatever. It's just kind of these restaurants. Yeah, like, passive aggressive. Yeah, it's passive aggressive. Yeah. Also, the thing with the accents is like they're like also mad. If someone's being like successful, like say, say someone's they're not successful and they're Asian and there's like a white comedian who is successful doing an Asian accent. They're like, he's taking my success. He's taking my. Thing. That's like that's mine. There's only Even a certain amount not, of laughs that can come. But it's like he's like that. His the money he makes. Like he makes X amount of dollars. Five percent of his act is doing. Asian accent, that money's mine. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's how they think, though. They're like, he's taking that from me. And you're like, no, that would have never been yours. Yeah, yeah. That was never on the table for you. But that's just like the feeling of how they like kind of think about it. It's like, like he's taking, like, I could be the Asian. I'm I'm Asian. Like, There's a pool of Jewish right. jokes. That's my right to be an Asian accent person. Like, I'm Asian. And then this guy who's white, it's like, he's taking that from me. Would you feel like that if you saw someone getting famous, like, you know, doing Jewish jokes and being like, this motherfucker? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I go give me my commission. You know what? Uh, the the. Oh, by the way, I watched uh, just this clip went viral uh, recently, like an old one of Trump on Fallon, Trump Donald Trump on Jimmy Fallon, or no, on Conan, mm-hmm. and he's talking trash about Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, and I was just like, man, that guy has insane comedic instincts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I think we were. Or you were telling me about? Yeah, that. I think I might have told you about it in the car. So basically, what happens is. He comes out and then he goes, uh, Conan goes, so what about, what's going on with this feud with Rosie O'Donnell? And he goes, you told me you weren't going to ask about that. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then the producer, he's like, no, I go, when? He goes, in the backstage. He goes, look, your producer's right there. Where's that? And it was, it's very like the comedic instinct is to call out everything as it's going. And it was very like, that's exactly the perfect way to have handled that. He goes, listen, I'll answer your question, but let's just be clear on what happened. Right. So he's just dominating that like scenario. And then they go, you know, I went on the other thing. I go, they asked me about Rosie O'Donnell for 50 minutes. And then I come off and they go, why does this guy keep talking about Rosie O'Donnell? I go, you guys keep bringing it up. I mean, whatever. And he goes, do you think, would you ever be friends? I go, I don't think she's capable of being happy or something like that. And it was, it was, you know, it was kind of before everyone hated him, so probably everyone was like, yo, Trump's the man, before he got into politics. Yeah. But it was funny to watch, and it was kind of, I go, man, reiterated the comic instincts on that yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's going to come back like a kinked up garden hose of jokes, just like fucking, like if he's going to have like an hour on Biden when he comes back. Apparently he, so I saw this one article that he. Like if he's been writing every night, like he watches, fucking, <laughs> like he watches the news and he goes. Not gonna remember. Not gonna forget that sleepy Joe. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> he does the thing that you write it when you're sleeping. You wake up and he goes, "Oh, I gotta fucking yeah, write gotta, this down, or I'm gonna forget it." Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks at his paper in the morning. It's like, a sleepy Joe underlined three times. He goes, what was that? <laughs> sleepy. I I know. What, I, was, what was that? that? <sighs> All right. He he did a. There was someone getting married, and he was invited to the wedding. No, and, he probably, yeah. I saw that he dropped it. I didn't watch it though. Yeah. So he dropped in at someone's wedding. <laughs> 
and then did like an hour long speech about Biden. How he's a cock and stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> he, I, it's amazing. I, he's just has an hour in him, though. He has multiple hours. I think yeah, he's but, off, but the off the cuff. Yeah, no, that's off the cuff. Like his some. I'm sure some of his campaigns and stuff were like those were prepared. This is not prepared. He's like just chilling at Mar-a-Lago, his resort. They go, oh, yeah. there's a wedding over there, and he goes, oh, you know, I'll, I'll fucking uh, make their day. We'll drop in. And like, yeah, it better be the right people, or you're not gonna make. I their don't day. think there's no fucking being like lives being that's like. Being, uh, like yeah, Mar-a-Lago is the only place. Yeah, man, you goes, <laughs> you have to get married to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> fucking hate. You, you hate Trump. You go, I'm going to be so pissed if he drops in on the weather. Yeah, you, <laughs> you couldn't be for, pumped to be the Former president dropping in. That is so very mad. true. If you're getting married to Mar-a-Lago, you're probably yeah. for the cause. Yeah, you're <laughs> So, yeah, he dropped in and just does an hour. But it's funny. It's like, you know, he doesn't even know the groom and bride. He picks up the mic and he's just like, these fucking libtards. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's old and he can't even walk. But yeah, that's the thing that's we were funny. saying before, because I got asked to do, you know, some of these like Fox News places are, you know, because Tucker Carlson essentially does like a fucking comedy monologue. He has nine writers that are yeah. all comedians or whatever. And people are asking me and my friends, because if you're some of these other places like late night. They don't want, you know, some of these troublemaker comedians and no, some of they, these. They literally do all their casting in like a Planned Parenthood fucking waiting room. <laughs> they go, hey, are you getting an abortion? You know how to write a joke? You want to write for Kimmel? <laughs> you want to write for You get an abortion? First one? Second? Come on. Hey, <laughs> you know how to work in typewriter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, these people at these places, are they, they're kind of looking at Tucker Carlson and he's doing his late night monologue and every late night host is like, Wait, you can do that? Yeah. You just hired 10 comedians to write a bunch of jokes for you? Yeah. I, I think soon you're going to be seeing Sean Spicer essentially being like, you know, word of the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah word of the day. They're going to be doing, yeah, whatever the Leno thing was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the typos? Yeah. Actually, Janet said this. Do you want to hear a funny? I don't think I told you this. So I thought it was probably one of the best synopsises ever. But so Tucker Carlson is constantly an appalled dad. Yeah. And um, Stephen Colbert is like an appalled mom. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Isn't that accurate? Kind of. Stephen Colbert has very appalled mom vibes right now. Yeah. Like, oh, think crazy about- too. He was so good on Colbert Report, too. I know. He was good on a lot of things. But imagine yeah. this. Like, they were a parent, mm-hmm. and the kid got kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. The dad would kind of be like, what did you do? You know, like, and then the kids, like I threw a, you know, stapler at the wall and you know, he's very appalled that the kid could do that. And then, um, Stephen Colbert would kind of be like, I can't believe this school. Like the mom, she'd be like, the school's kicking you out. Like, you know, (laughs) you're the victim here. Yeah. (laughs) He'd be the mom. That's yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fucking accurate. I haven't watched pretty good. Right. (laughs) I can't say I've watched Stephen Colbert in like a long I don't know last time I've seen it was Colbert. It's like hard to watch. It's like it's it is I'm not watching Colbert. No, but even like to just be like what's going on in Colbert just to freshen up and then it's like it's like difficult to watch. It is difficult to watch and the clips that he posts even if you watch clips cuz sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, what's he up to?" Mm-hmm. And it's you turn it on, it's like and another thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's orange. She's like he's been in the office for 3 months. Yeah. Like, and they think that this democracy, yeah. is, you know, he's very. That's the one up. thing too with the kids in cages stuff that's going on right now. And I go like, because I was very much when Trump was in office, I was like, none of this. Like the president doesn't matter. And then like it's just all the same shit. 
And then, you know, people will be like, oh, really? The president doesn't matter? And then now with the kids in cages thing, I'm like, yeah, the president really does not matter. Like, this <laughs> yeah. Is like, I've never been more certain of that, that the president doesn't matter. I was kind of even thinking about that for, you know, we're making this movie and all the sketches and everything. It's like, what an advantage you're at if you don't give a shit who's president. Oh, if that God. Just that simple. If you don't care, if like, if literally it's not going to really make your day one way or the other, you're starting the race at a fucking mile ahead. Oh yeah. The only way it would make my day for a president is if it was like the rock. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking sick. But or like the rock, the rock could be just like the biggest cock. And then it's like, he would, but it would be cool for a bit, but it's not, it wouldn't even make my day. I don't even, yeah. Like it wouldn't, I don't, nobody could be president that would make, uh, no, you know, who would be credit. The only scenario would be like legit. We'd like Chris rock or like, it was like Chappelle in some sort of like crazy American thing. people, American yeah, people, American like, people. Dude, it's like, if you were pumped to watch fucking like, you know, Trump's like, if you were like, Oh, Trump's about to do a thing. It's going to be say some crazy shit. Like imagine if it was like Chappelle having to do his fucking like uh press room or whatever. Like, I don't know. Imagine if Dave Chappelle was the president. I was saying that. And I was like, it's literally a sketch <laughs> where he's the president. It was a pretty funny sketch. Okay. So this was probably the craziest one that I saw going around and it's, Stepmom justifies exposing breasts to kids because she's a feminist and she got charged with a sex crime. <laughs> so one for the boys. Yeah, one for the boys. That would be. They fun. saw a titty and she's a sex criminal. Yeah, they get rid of her and they got to see the titties. So you think it's a bad titty though. She was arrested in. Hell yeah! It's not a hot feminist. This isn't like Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a fucking. Like where she had to like take it out with both hands, one tit. She had to remove the single tit. <laughs> Buchanan was arrested in February after prosecutors said she exposed her breasts to her stepchildren several years ago while hanging drywall in her garage with her husband. <laughs> so you look over, they're just, I don't know why the kids are there, but you basically look over, they're drywalling and <laughs> you look one way, you look but over. It wasn't one of those things where she's reaching up and not wearing a bra, you know, like that. Yeah. Move, and then they're just hanging out to here. So just, <laughs> yeah. Like she's still got the shirt Remember on. South Park? Miss Chokes yeah, on yeah, Dick. She, <laughs> she's Miss Chokes on Dick. According to her, she said her and her husband both stripped down in order to not get their, <laughs> not, did not get their clothes dirty. All this one in the, all this ex yeah, excuse yeah. in the book. That is one of those things though. When you're like, when I always say these kids, these people are making their, the kids are so fucked or whatever, but basically Marcus, you know what I mean? From mm -hmm. the feminist yeah, yeah. mom sketch, but you look over and your parents are like, okay, come in. We're doing a family like drywall session or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, I, can I just go hang out with my friends? And, no, you got it. We're doing the drywall. And Get blah, your blah. clothes off. Yeah. Down your <laughs> and undies. You look over your fucking dad and your stepmom are painting naked and you go, this, what is my life? Yeah, this is fucking... You're like, this is not... Getting so Although, if I did, if the mom wasn't gross, and then you find out that your boy has got, like, a fucking decent mom that just pulls the guns out, that'd be the most popular <laughs> kid in the school. Go, hey, like the, <laughs> hey uh, all my friends at school want to help. We could probably get this whole house drywalled in a fucking afternoon hey, if you guys want. <laughs> drywalling in the garage. Hey, Mrs. T, that we can drive while hey, you come hey, home. Your friends are helping you, helping your mom drive while. Yeah, yeah, I can frame the house if you want, whatever you want. She said, when Buchanan's stepchildren asked why she'd taken off her shirt and bra, she explained that everyone should feel comfortable walking around topless in the privacy of their own homes with other people's kids, though. Nightmare mom scenario right there. I mean, first off, <laughs> if your mom is hot, it's like even worse. You're like, there's all this, like, you're like, okay, so I want to bang my stepmom. Like,. Well, if it, if it was your stepmom and she was hot and you were like 12, I think you'd a little bit be like, nice. Nice, yeah. 
<laughs> I guess, right? I've never had a stepmom. I don't know that. But if you're that's if you're the kid, but yeah, yeah, of course. Again, but if you're the real mom, you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're the real mom, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Every time I. And if you're that drywall, oh. If <laughs> like, what is going on in here? So, yeah, she says, and they, the privacy of your own home. You know, it's one of those things too, where it's like the women with. Um, we should be, you know, we should be able to, let's push laws that we should be able to have our, you know, tits out and all that stuff. And you go, okay. The problem is with all this stuff and some of it's probably the arguments against the trans bathrooms or whatever, but it's like women are just so fucking naive sometimes where you're like, yeah, I understand that you're saying step parents should be allowed to be (laughs) naked in front of kids. But let me tell you, it's like, and you're right. Maybe the biggest threat isn't a pair of titties. Mm. But if we make a law that step parents can now get naked in front of their kids, it's going to be about 15 days. Till- See, I find that hard that it's a, like a tit. She got charged with a sex crime for showing her tits, not vaginas. Well, maybe the vagine was out too. It had to be the vagina. Because it's like, I don't think a tit is getting you fucking locked up in the corner. Can you imagine the, you went home and you're, you're drywalling s- your stepdad had his dick I mean- out? Yeah, that, I mean, well, they said they both got naked. They, yeah, fully naked. I understand that, but it's like you know. So what? Well, she so, got charged, so it is illegal. So this yeah. did get charged, but the idea of like, like I have a stepdad. If I was went into his garage and he was like, "Hey, you mind <laughs> passing me that brush there?" You think he just has the fucking the the belt on, but just naked, totally naked, just, like the Seinfeld? He goes, he's got the belt in a hard hat. Yeah, just. Hard out with tool, some beers tool, yeah, in it. Tool belt, <laughs> totally naked. Just, just a mow dry in the hand. Yeah. yeah, and you go, but that—that's what I'm saying. It's with people taking advantage of it, it's like it's just like, like you. I can picture like so many girls I know being like, "What's the problem?" And you go, "Okay, I I hate having to be the fucking one that's like it's a slippery slope." But you go, if you make a law that step parents can get naked, and then they're like, "Well, also, why can't your aunt be? Uh, why can't the aunt have her tits out?" And you go. Okay, sure, but the aunt probably isn't going to be the one of the aunts and uncles. Like you're like, yeah, let's make a law that uncles can be naked in front of their daughter, in front of their <laughs> niece and nephew. If they make a law where you go, you're allowed to fucking pull them out in front of your niece. What's the big deal? Yeah, but it's the same kind of thing. I mean, that's probably less weird if you lived in a family. Like if you were were like swimming or something, or so, it's almost less weird to see an uncle or aunt maybe naked than it is to see. A non-blood relative. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, but again, they're both weird, but I can see. Yeah, I just, yeah. It must so be in, the bottomless thing, though. In September, a feminist group won its legal battle to get the local city council to remove language from public nudity code, barring girls and women over the age of 10 from going topless in Fort Collins, Colorado. So, a win for feminists that mm-hmm. 11-year-old chicks can have their tits out in the town <laughs> square. <laughs> There was another feminist mom that was basically Marcus. And this one says, mom convinces teen son to carry tampons in case his female friends have an emergency. <laughs> the kids are going to fucking get tons of pussy or none ever. Well, that was one it's, of those things where. But it's like, what, so, but what's the emergency? It's like where it's the actual like, oh, you have a like blood or is it? Because like, yeah, that's the thing. If you're like young, no girls ever like going to like just, just yelling out. Does anyone have a tampon? Like they're no. embarrassed by it. So but it's, it's like, the mom patting herself on the back being right. like, you know, uh, all these chauvinist men running around. But this is what, you know, guess what my side And he's is. like, he's like, can, it, mom, can I get some condoms too? She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just tampons. Can you imagine like, Fucking you, yeah, you're in ta- high school. Human and- tampon dispenser. <laughs> 
I'd kill your friend. Get you look killed. in his locker and he's just got like tampons. Dude, literally, all if they're up. tampons, you gotta be like, if you want to try, like, you know, appease your mom and be cool at school, then you're like, oh, no, this is for vodka. I fucking dip in vodka, stick them up my ass. You know, just like the boys getting. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. These are for the dogs. These are for the dogs. These are tampons <laughs> for the girls. I mean, if the girl wanted one, she could have one, but these are for the dogs. Yeah, that is the ultimate <laughs> of like. If your mom's like, you know, and you should bring tampons for girls. And you're like, mom, I know you're going through this like feminist thing right now, but I assure you, this is not the move. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I have to go to that high school. You don't, you're 50 and you're going through this wacky shit. You're probably on some Facebook group where a bunch of you mothers are patting yourselves on the back for women. But it's like, yeah, for getting rid of the tax on fucking tampons. (laughs) I assure you that if I go to school with a box of tampons, that I hand out to women in case they start bleeding. I assure you that will not make my life easy. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, Elijah was mocked a bit by some of his male classmates. <laughs> but Mo- some of the others thought it was... <laughs> I love how, this is like an Indian news. He was mocked a bit. He was mocked a little bit, but some of the others thought it was cool. So apparently some of the kids at school were like, yo, some sick, of the dude. other, yeah. Yo, honestly, respect, bro. Respect, bro. That's cool. You know, these people don't know. And then she said, my teenage boys helped me shop today, which included buying their little sister's first bra because breasts happen. So this mom, <laughs> so this mom's really giving herself like a pat on the back sort of situation. <laughs> oh, I mean, what else? She, well, well she, she, she has to do the pat on the back. This is like just part of why she's doing this. Is- yeah. These people are, I had a, I know what I should, I should probably mention too is the Frank D'Angelo thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the movie yet? No, I didn't watch it, but I will. You can't. So did you, you rent it? I, I, I'll, I'll buy it for any amount. You tell me. What but the, did you? Is my tell question. me when to stop paying. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, did I, I rent it. it? Yeah. Or was it just on Amazon? Uh, yeah, I bought it on Amazon. You it on but Amazon. it's on the Amazon Prime where anyone can put their movie on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that. Like, you see a lot of people like promoting, oh, I got this movie on Amazon. Yeah, you go, oh, I'm not on Amazon Prime. And you're like, yeah. How'd you get that? It's like, I signed a form. Yeah, I signed a form and just uploaded my fucking MP4. So, yeah, I did a whole review of the movie. I told Danny to watch it, but he doesn't want to because he's like will, too cool for watching bad things, yeah. ironically. No, you're, no, you're, no, 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 you're too no, cool no, no. For I'm irony. the OG Frank D'Angelo. I've been more obsessed with Frank D'Angelo than anybody. I used to watch. I used to get home. Stealing from, my shtick right now. Are you kidding? I used to get home from fucking stand up on like Friday nights, and I would watch live episodes <laughs> of Being Frank on CHCH in Canada. I would literally turn on fucking flip it to CHCH channel ten and watch. They're Being incredible. Frank. It's amazing. It was one of the best. It was like I would sometimes. I'm not even exaggerating. Finish a set, and people would be like, I would. We'd be like, I got to get home just to watch. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, because I like. So how have you not watched the movie then? If you're such a D'Angelo head, if you say, I'm not. Dude, he has 45 movies. I can't see them. You all. can't. You're still how? You're still, still I, working my. <laughs> I watch them all three times too. So I've only watched. I got to watch Sicilian Vampire <laughs> one more time before I even think about. I want to watch the Joke Thief. That's getting like, the last big save. Yeah. Well. So I mean, I, I feel like I watched the last big save just by you explaining it to me. I go, I was like, in my mind, I've seen 45 it. minutes of real time hockey play, men's league. <laughs> So, and my, I was talking, my dad, I got him, my dad's into this too. He likes it. And then my brother, I I told you, so I I got my brother to watch it and he messaged me being like, how the fuck am I supposed to watch this? (laughs) (laughs) He he made me go, how the fuck am I supposed to watch this? I go, sick, right? And he's like, no, like he's (laughs) not, (laughs) he's not into that. (laughs) But so my dad, 
I, I, and I've been talking to him about Frank D'Angelo a little bit. And he says this to me the other day. He goes, you know, I played hockey with him. I go, excuse me? <laughs> I go, are you kidding me? Why wouldn't you ever bring this up? Yeah. He goes, yeah, I used to play. So he tells me when he was, when he was like 30. So this is when Frank D'Angelo was just the apple juice guy. Yeah. He used to play hockey with Frank D'Angelo. And Frank D'Angelo is a goalie. And he's the worst goalie ever. And he says... Frank D'Angelo would pay people to be on his team. So every team was, it was like decent level, like men's league hockey. And every, every game would be like two, you know, two, three, three, four, like whatever normal hockey scores. But he sucks so bad. But then he would pay like junior hockey players, like 200 bucks a game to come play on his team. So he said every game would be like 10, nine. So he he said he would look at the scores and you go be two, three, three, four, 10, 9, 11, 12, because their their team was so much better, so they'd score 12 goals. But if you got 12 shots, you'd yeah, get 12 goal goals, too. so bad. <laughs> I go, what are you kidding? Why would you keep this from me? I would love to just be in a room with Frank D'Angelo while someone told that story. You go, hey, yeah, you're the fucking men's league guy. Like, and he has to be like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, so he's literally playing men's league... You know the the level of crazy you have to fucking be to like to pay money to rig a men's league game. That's yeah, that's pretty next level. Just like a fucking It's like cheating when- at solitaire type yeah, of yeah. thing. Like, you know like, like I mean? a Wednesday night and you're like you're you know, you're fucking calling agents up being yeah. like who do you got available? Like That's what he's and he's yeah. it's cheating at things when no one cares and Yeah, nobody cares. And everyone no. It's yeah. like, you don't even get to brag. You're like, yeah, we killed you. And you're like, you let in nine out of 10 shots. Yeah, you had Brent Gretzky on your team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we all know who that is. Crazy. Um, tell, tell them about the snowblower thing. <laughs> oh, the feminine. Oh, this is so good. So uh, this comedian who I know who lives in Finland um, messaged me. We talk like here and there or whatever. He's like, uh, he's kind of like the Finnish Jerry Seinfeld's opener. I thought you guys people can be the finish Jerry Seinfeld. No, he's his opener, but he's, he's a good guy. Um, so anyway, he was like, he sent me this thing. It was like this official bulletin from, uh, I think it's called like Tuka or something. It's like the third largest city in Finland. And they're doing this like feminist um, snow plowing initiative where basically they're like uh, snow plowing is like unfair essentially to women because women are like, because the, they they plow the highways first because that's just the logical thing to do yeah right because they're like you know larger arteries and then they do like uh, the side streets next and then but it's like more women so it's like buses are like I guess more impacted and then like women slip more and stuff and then <laughs> women have to do like daycare so like it's having all these like knock on effects or whatever so they're trying to do this like he's like literally he was like laughing so they're saying it's sexist because they plow the streets the least that women slip on Ma- because men are more likely slipping. to drive on the highway and, and women are women more, are more like you have to walk and like take the subway or whatever the trams so and they and they so, slip more because and they, they slip more. wear like high heels i guess they don't say that specifically but they do say that women slip more and fall as because of the weather so then they're like they need a more feminist like centered like snow removal strategy <laughs> uh and so they're and like and he's also like the whole 
a government in Finland is like super feminist. Either like the prime minister is like a woman or whatever. Yeah, it's very so, much a girl country. Super girl country. So they're all into this bullshit. So he's like, he's like, yeah. So like, I guess they're like trying to do this now in like the third largest city. But he's like, they did this in Sweden in 2015, and it was like a disaster. He's <laughs> like, they did this exact same thing where they were like saying this exact same points. How like the snow plowing was or snow removal was like you know didn't consider women, and it was just like more of like. Yeah, and then everyone was like, what, what happened? Then, so they, like, crash on the highways? Yeah, there was, like, there was people were getting <laughs> stuck on the highways and, like, all this nonsense. And he's like, he's like, they did this. It failed. It's like Pile-ups like, on the highway. It's like it didn't make sense in another Scandinavian country recently. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I know, yeah. and then they're like, they just have to do this fucking feminist, I mean. Oh, incredible. Good shit. And the last uh, quick thing is the... So... This we talked about this a little bit last week. The idea that you know the a lot of the people like a lot of conservatives are sort of getting like a taste of you know telling people what to do and mm. they're they're liking that taste. Yeah. <laughs> With the you know the Candace Owens and all that, but I kind of felt like it was interesting with the little Nas X thing because all these things are kind of like, you know, so this guy released his shoe and it was like, okay, this is the devil's blood or whatever. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people are having trouble, like, how to navigate this. And basically what he did is he just bought this shoe, modified it. Yeah, he put and, some, you know. But he's just modifying a shoe yeah. that you can buy. Exactly. He made a thing. But I guess it was kind of messing with religion. And people really did blow up on it, you mm. know. And I guess that's what you want. He's like, you know, I'll do this thing. And yeah, like they're never, they weren't going to buy it ever anyways. It was like the thing with the Kaepernick where all these people are like burning their fucking Nikes and like. Right. And they're like, and those people just wear Nikes now. Like, and it's a big publicity thing. And may, I don't even know what happened. Maybe he retracted or whatever, but it was kind of like, in my mind, a little bit. We talk about this on stage, like making fun of, you know, Christian, like. It was feeling very, you know, for a while you go, it better be a really good joke because you can't just be like priests are raping. Like, yeah. you know, it's got to be in, you got to be a, a really good version of that joke because there's no punch. No. Where certain topics, you know, the it's fact like that you for, even tackled yeah, them has not, a yeah, lot of punch. It's not forbidden where people are like, oh, I can't believe he's not talking at all. about this. Yeah. But then I would have thought, I would go, you know, you put some shit like that out, no one would care. And it feels like a lot of people really cared. And I've sort of had the same experience where I like did something about religion and recently, and that was one of the most things that I got people fired up about again. And people, so it's almost like now everyone's just mad. It's like, it's like, it used to be, it kind of was going away that, you know, no one cared about this bullshit, mm. but then it was going away that you could, uh, you could kind of make fun of all that stuff. And now it's like, now bo everything's just off. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just like, you know, <laughs> there's nothing that doesn't get people fired up. You're either getting called a cuck or a fucking Nazi. As, yeah, as long as you're willing to go out on the edge. Yeah. As long as you're on the edge. And the middle stuff is like you kind of just go unnoticed. You can do your thing if you want to just exist in the middle. But if you want to try and be edgy in any way, I guess. I don't And it's not even you don't, don't want to even. I don't even know edgy. See, I don't like, like the idea of uh, trying to be edgy. and Because I, it's not that you're trying to be edgy. It's that you're trying to like tackle taboo subjects. Yeah, which he wasn't. He was like, no. He, I mean, the, the fact is he's a smart guy. No, that like, was the old fashioned you know, I'll do this thing and they'll, you know, get all these people worked up mm -hmm. and who cares? And then I'll sell a lot of things, is, yeah. which I, I guess it was always, 
there is something to be like, okay, Christians are mad at him. Doesn't it's not the same punch as being called racist? No. Like if you're like a white celebrity and the internet's calling you racist. Oh yeah, that's you're like, like you're that's the worst. Yeah, that's like an existential crisis almost. For it's, him, a, it's a real crisis. For him, he's like, yeah, I'm gay. I don't like fucking. He's just like, yeah, I'm gay and whatever. But so yeah, fun, you're right. It's funny though. So their madness doesn't have as much effect. Yeah. But it was as many as much madness. <laughs> do you think? Do you think because it's the modern version of this is like mom, like you know, church moms are like, "Where's your fucking file of that Old Town Road? I'm deleting it." <laughs> I was, you can't break the CDs anymore. No, they're doing the delete, opposite. Like delete the file. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can see, it, is, it's, it all changes so quick, but be, I could see why people would like roll their eyes at it because you go, okay. The same way that I would see, okay, imagine some feminist mom did like, I'm making a new shoe and it has a vial of like squirt juice in it or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that a problem? And you go, okay. No. But then it, if, a lot if, of people take the bait. If That's everyone, it's, you hit the nail on the yeah, head. It's taking the bait. It's taking the and bait. And I honestly credit to little Nas X because I think he knew that that would happen. Or he was at least hoped for they that. They take the bait. They take the bait because they could. I just probably be like, take the bait sometimes. Yeah, too. for every, yeah, everybody does. But we I all think take the bait. We all take the bait, but you do have to. I know. Sometimes I've said this before with you, where we talk about something. I was like, who cares? Like this is this, sometimes there are things where you seem like they're being like done f- only for the sole purpose of just like riling people up on one side or another. Yeah, and it drives me nuts that it, you know, yeah, because you'll see these things. That's what. That's a perfect yeah. to go back to our Cardi B. I know we never really like cracked it but that's what it is is go they're doing this so you get and you go and then you get mad it's like this thing just every the whole world now is people just doing stuff and every every, no matter what everyone getting mad and if there's a certain critical mass of people getting mad then it gets amplified where regular people find out about it because like how many shoes was it what how many shoes was it thousand or something i didn't really follow the future because i saw a few different things some of it was like he retracted it and but, some but of it was I, like but, it was never really a shoe but my ever po- but well my, my point, point is, yeah, is so. that it's like i i think it was for sale but it's like it, or maybe a pre-sale but like it's probably like a limited run so like, he's famous enough he can sell out a limited run it was of almost shoes, like a goof for fucking Instagram. but he can easily just sell out a limited run of shoes to his fans and like you never hear about it unless all these people start making us think about it like it's like yeah he sold two thousand pairs of shoes and you're like it's not worthy of hearing about that. The little Oz X sold 2,000 pairs of shoes. No, I sh- you're right. I, we shouldn't care or know. Or no, we shouldn't even know about it. I it's, shouldn't know about this. It's just then Fox News and, oh, you know, like probably all these like conservative sites were like, can you believe this? It said 666 on the side of the shoes. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And to go back to our conversation, fine, be that person. Yeah. But then don't fucking, uh, you know, I, like when I went to that conference. And then they go, what do you think about how you can't joke about anything anymore? I go, okay, but don't, now you don't get to post the little Nas X. Exactly, exactly. And the nerve of. (laughs) Yeah, either fucking one or the other, buddy. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, and again, it's like, you don't even care about the shoes. You just like being upset. You just like being mad. Like, it's yeah. like, there is this, this is like, they just like being mad about stuff. It's like, you're not losing, like, this it all is what, our wasn't joke. a shot across the bow in the culture war that you fucking little Nas X made these shoes. Like, yeah, you know, it's not like, oh, like that's, there's, you know, there's going to be 50 less Christian people now and we're losing members of our ranks. It's like, it's, it all is the joke and we're going to do it in the movie, but it is that you're drinking, you're freaking drinking, yeah, you're, you're a snowflake, you're yeah. a snowflake. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> you're fucking triggered and then you're like, you're both triggered. Yeah, you're both triggered, exactly. It's like but you, liberals like, yes, we're more triggered and you're giving them a good fucking run for their money again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and uh, also, uh, happy Passover. Thank you. We Anyways, were we were slaves. You were telling me the f- <laughs> uh, on behalf of the uh, slave community. Yeah, just, yeah. That's <laughs> we were saying that the idea of like a black guy talking about slavery, and Danny goes, "I agree, it was bad because we were slaves for a lot longer, and for <laughs> yeah, we were kind of um, well, well we were before first, yeah. and for a lot longer. Yeah, we were slaves for." Uh, <laughs> Hundred, oh, I don't know. I don't so know, I actually do I don't know how many years actually Jews were meant to be slaves for. Probably a while though. Probably a hot minute. Well, we're talking to we are with Joe because he's in Miami and he he's the guy that uh, he's the booker for the stand and we had lunch with him and he, his family's the full deal. Oh yeah, they're like yeah. Like so they do the thing Orthodox where it's I do the joke I do jokes about Jewish loopholes which I'm going to try to do something about this but he essentially <laughs> they they you're not allowed to have bread in your house. So they, you're supposed to, they started where you sell your bread for someone, then buy it no, back. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, this is one of my favorite things ever. This no, up, no, right? no, 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 no. It started where, cause you're not allowed to have bread in your house. So it started where like, cause like it says in like the, whatever, like Torah, where like, you have to get all the bread out of your house and you have to go like, you hunt for it and you find every and crumb. And you hunt for the and bread. And it was literally yeah. like, you throw you're it on out. on your hands and he's hunting for bread crumbs. Crumbs, not even exaggerating. Like you're like, and you're like, you have to throw it all out. Yeah. Like that's like, you know, all your beer, like anything that has like, like uh, yeast or like leavening or whatever, you throw it out. And then Jews were like, this is crazy. Cause it's eight day holiday, <laughs> eight day holiday, right? The money so, or seven, seven days. So they're like, we're not throwing it. And then you have to go rebuy it all at the end. Not of throwing it. This much money's worth of bread. And it's just, even if it's not the money, you're like, what? So we have to go like shot. Like, cause you know, not the money. This guy says <laughs> on a completely, so we're going to throw out $500 worth of bread. Um, oh, on a completely unmonetarily related uh, point. <laughs> on an I think this just might be an inconvenient. Yeah, just throwing out a pallet of bread. <laughs> no, it's usually the thing is it's usually well, you know what it actually is? It's normally it's expensive because it's like liquor is like when you're like, okay, yeah, this is getting costly if we're just dumping all this liquor down the fucking That's correct. Or whatever and all this stuff. But so yeah, and then they someone figured out a loophole where they go, Oh, you, this is what you do is you just put it in like a, a, a drawer, or like a closet or a box, and then you go to your non-Jewish neighbor, you sell them all of your Fucking like so you go. You own all of my bread and all this stuff. They your neighbor has to give you a dollar because <laughs> Jews like are like yeah you like you know like number one thing in uh, contract laws you have to receive consideration right <laughs> so you have to receive the dollar if this you don't how you go to heaven <laughs> you know if you don't get the dollar then you're like you did you own that bread and that's yeah. your problem still so then you have to have and you know a week before Passover especially you have to go to your neighbor and be like hey I need you to buy this bread well that's me. the thing he was saying moving in like. One thing, if you do, if you're moving in beside an Orthodox Jew, like understand, they're gonna have a few things. That <laughs> they're, they're gonna make you, you come over to their house and turn their lights on. And yeah, shit. turn their lights on or their stove or like buy their fucking shit. And they're this gonna shit. make them buy their bread. But you, if that's the thing, I was saying is like your neighbor sells you all this bread for a dollar, and then they go to buy it back, and you go, "What you didn't realize is I'm also Jewish." Yeah. <laughs> And I put that bread on. I put yeah. that bread on Amazon. You know, yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't sell you a fucking. <laughs> I sold you that bread. I can't sell you twenty four fucking uh, Stellas back for a dollar. That seems a little on the low side. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, they sell it to you for a dollar. Like sell the bread. Okay, we'll sell it back for a dollar. A dollar. Dollars. It's, like, it's twenty four Stellas. Thirty five bucks. Thirty five dollars. Dollar. What do you need four dollars for? <laughs> You want to buy my bread for a dollar? No, no, I'll buy buy my bread for a dollar. Why do you want to buy bread for eight dollars? <laughs> you go to the reverse. So yeah, that would be funny though if you come back after Passover. You go, oh, I'm just hankering for some bread. Here's that dollar back. You go, prices changed. <laughs> 
So yeah, you're, that's what we were saying. That they commoditized it. That bread's yeah, trading on the secure, fucking NASDAQ. They securitize right now. all they the bread. <laughs> we securitize your bread, pal. Yeah, it's fucking you selling options. Okay, so it. better than that is now these sites. Yeah, there's a site. So they be- <laughs> this is a This is really this is so fucking But this funny. is the thing that makes This no is the sense. equivalent of saying that like the Christians are like, you have to go to church once a week and then you can ch- turn a room into your house to a room well, called you know church. This, you know what this so is, as long as you're, you stepped in that room, you technically went you, to church uh, because you have a church in your house. Fuck, what is the word for this? I'm sure <laughs> your, your listeners know this, but it's uh, in the Catholic church, they used to, like in back in the day, they used to sell like, Instead Body of, of Christ? No, 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 no. It's so it, because like to, you had to like do all these like you know hail marys or whatever like to get into heaven, and then people were sinning, and they were literally selling vouchers to like relieve you of your sins. But they were actually <laughs> no, this is a real thing. Fuck, people are probably listening to this being like um, vouchers for Catholics. Well, go, go. the uh, the the well in the Jewish one. So basically, what happened was. Because they were like, well, all this neighbor business is getting business. So then other Jews started a business where you can sell your thing to this site for a dollar, but they charge you $5. Indulgence. That's what it's called. Indulgence. Oh, it's an indulgence. Yeah, an indulgence. So you could buy an indulgence. Literally, like an indulgence. You should be like, I'm, I'm going to sin, and you buy a voucher from the Catholic Church to sin. Right, and you go you go home, and you, you go, murder you, a guy. You go do the <laughs> sin, and you go, luckily, I bought this indulgence, and it balances <laughs> out. But it's like, the, the Catholic Church What's is a like... sin? Like, if you're going to cheat on your wife? Whatever. Like, no. The, they, basically, the priest wants a taste if you're going to do some bad shit. Basically, but that's what happened is because people were like sinning so much that they're like we need to offset the books but so this is like this is like pre like you know whatever this is a long time ago like hundreds and hundreds of years ago that's when like the martin luther like lutheranism started because he's like this is bullshit like what do we we're just he's like wait so we can just sin all we want and we just pay some money to not do it and, so and then he, the guy who's getting the money's like shut up i, I learned this on the hardcore, his, hardcore history dan carlin about the lutheranism okay. he talked to him but it was like yeah and he's like yeah this is fucking bullshit this is, he's like this is not what we're supposed to be doing we're just sin all, yeah he's like well, we just sin all we want and then we just pay the catholic church some money for it well yeah so joe he now instead of finding the neighbor they basically they go to a website that's like a bread buying website bread buying, but then you pay them that's <laughs> but you pay them for them to buy it off you. yeah and you go at some point you go this can't possibly be <laughs> so crazy <laughs> it can't possibly be intended for it's like no. so you take all your bread you put it in a thing. Also, then you out- go to this website and then you pay a guy yeah. to give you a dollar and he owns your bread. Then you get your money. You pay mo- him you- five. <laughs> like someone's got But also like this is all being done to outsmart. <laughs> Look at us religious guys here. But right? you're out you're doing this to outsmart your God. own religion. God. That you- <laughs> like you're literally outsmarting. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a book, yeah. like some vague book. You are- God wrote this book. Yeah, you're, you're doing this to be like God. God. Yeah. <laughs> But that's I think that they think like God's pro like because the rabbis are probably in on their on their operation too so they think god's gonna be like nice work dude yeah yeah well you know what it is is like jews complain obviously and so probably like for five thousand years or whatever 500 years jews were like we're not really selling all our get throwing out all the bread and god goes or the rabbi's like you know this is like this is how it's written and then eventually they just wore the rabbi one hip rabbi one hip rabbi it's a because jews are all about like they wore them out yeah and like <laughs> they wore out they and, and it's all the about like the precedent right it's just like modern it's, it's like, law precedent what, yeah it's the western legal Holy shit. so it's like then they go they just this one rabbi like set the precedent and goes look 
you can sell it to your neighbor. And then everyone's like, all right, done. I like, we're selling and it to our neighbor. And they were like, what if we don't I, actually sell oh. it to our neighbor? And then one yeah, rabbi well, who was yeah, like really old was like, whatever. Because the thing is, I know Jews <laughs> who are like, they pack up all their bread and they bring it to, like it stays at the neighbor's house. They do the whole thing. They st- It stays at the neighbor's house. And then they were like, it's well, funny, you then. know what? Why are we bringing this what over? What are we doing? Let's just, you know what? It'll stay in my basement. You own that square of my basement for a week. <laughs> and then, and I'm sure he was like, okay, but we got to draw this up on paper. And then they're like, a ah, handshake's fine. A handshake's fine. And then it's like, an IOU for the dollar's fine. <laughs> like, and then Holy they're just eating fuck. a fucking like, Big Mac later that night. And they're like, I love it. It's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, happy Passover. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. This has been the boys guest, Ryan Long. At Ryan Long Comedy, Danny Jokes, at Danny Jokes on all platforms, Punching Down Podcast. Cool video coming out next week that we filmed in the office here. And thank you for listening. Tell a friend and post a screenshot on Instagram and Twitter and stuff if you like it and leave a review. I feel like I don't ask for that stuff that much, but do that. And we're making big changes uh, coming in the next few few, uh, months. I'm getting a studio in New York. Lots of uh, cool shit coming up. So tell a friend and do all that stuff if you like the podcast. All right. Thank you. Peace. Peace.